Welcome to the Sports Experience. Da -da -da. Welcome to the Sports Experience. And today, even though I've been gone for a week, we're just going to jump right back in. The list of about 16 topics I'm going to talk about. This is going to be a longer episode because uh, I just want to knock all these topics out right away. So we got baseball to talk about with Joe Kelly incident. We got Damian Williams opting out. Oh, no. Jamal Adams being traded for a huge, tr huge trade. Multiple Marlins getting positive tests. As of now, it's about 17. And, yeah. All right, let's hop right in with Damian Williams opting out. So, a month ago, I thought the Chiefs would be fine. That we were getting all of our starters back except for Kendall Fuller. We were getting all of our starters back on offense and losing, like, you know, Kendall Fuller on defense. Then, look, I don't know how to say his name. I believe it's, I'm going to try, Laurent Duvenari-Tardif. It's French, okay? I don't know how to say that. But he was our starting right guard, I believe. He was our starting right guard. He opted out because he's a medical professional, I think. So he wanted to go serve in Canada um, so he can be on the front lines, which obviously I can't argue against. And then now we have Damon Williams opting out. I don't really know what the cause is. It hasn't really been released yet. I assume he has either an underlying condition or he doesn't want to endanger his family. The important thing to know here is that we shouldn't just blame anyone for opting out. Obviously, we want, I want them to play, but that's just me being selfish. I should never ask people to go and risk their health and risk their safety just for my entertainment. I think that'd be a little selfish on my part, but still. Definitely hurts the Chiefs. All I know is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire better step up because we have no other running back. Uh, Yeah, who do we have? We have Darwin Thompson, who's a rookie, who played last year. He got one series, and we are destroying the Oakland Raiders. Um, so there's him, but... I don't know if we have anyone else. We have his brother, Darren Williams, who's on the practice squad that we'll probably call up. But if his brother's up the end, I imagine he'll opt out, which means we're, we're left with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And I think we signed a running back named Thompson from uh, the Washington football team, which we'll discuss in a, lot, a little bit. Uh, so we don't really have any running backs. So Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you better step up. Then Jamal Adams being traded the main question here is who won? I think both sides definitely won in this situation. Seattle traded two first-round draft picks, a, a third-round draft pick, and safety Bradley McDougal. The Jets traded away Jamal Adams and a fourth-rounder. So I think the Jets definitely won in this. A couple days ago, Jamal Adams came out with a statement saying that he didn't think Adam Gase was the good leader, that he wasn't very good. And I guess I agree with that because it's any indication he has not been very good these past couple of seasons. He hasn't really been able to build an offensive line or any receiving core around uh, Sam Darnold. So there's that. And Jamal Adams, he didn't want to be there. So the Jets won. They got rid of a guy who didn't want to be there. And in return, they got two first-round draft picks. His replacement in Bradley McDougal, who only played, who was, I believe, a starter, but he didn't play many snaps. And they also got a third round. So they got three high-value draft picks along with his potential replacement. Definitely a great deal for the uh, for the Jets. Healing the Armors, they are losing a great utility player in Jamal Adams. He's very young. He could I could see him being in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best safeties in the NFL. Now, the Seahawks won less. Like I said before, they did. They traded, and they got a great utility player. He can play linebacker. He can play strong safety. He can play free safety. Now, the obvious concern that I keep hearing is that he's not a ball hawk. That he doesn't get many interceptions. Well, that's not. That's just not his style of play. 
style of play, he's a linebacker. He creates great pressure, especially in the pass game, and he can play as a good linebacker. And him, along with Bobby Wagner, is going to be amazing. It's going to be super fun to watch. I just hope they can beat the 49ers. And I think that it's a good deal for the Seahawks, but they gave up a little too much, especially considering his deal is up in two years, and that's part of the reason why he wanted out of the of New York because they didn't want to, they weren't going to pay him a lot. So he wanted an extension now. So the Seahawks, I don't know if they have the cap space for that, and they're going to end up having to pay him, and then in a couple of years they'll have to pay they'll have to pay DK Metcalf. So. I don't know if the Seahawks, I don't think the Seahawks won less. They got a great player in Jamal Adams, future Hall of Famer, but they won less. Let's move on to Joe Kelly being suspended for eight games because he threw he threw pitches at the Astros defenders. Uh, defenders? I'm, I'm too stuck on football. We haven't covered baseball at all. Uh, at Astros batters, Carlos Correa and Alex Bregman. So when I looked at this, when I looked, I got the ESPN alert and it says, Dodgers and, um, and Astros benches clear fight. I thought I was going to see a real on fight. Instead, what I saw was a shouting match that could have been done in the schoolyard. Uh, I was disappointed, definitely. I wanted a full-on bench-clearing brawl uh, with sides swinging at each other, helmets being thrown. That would have been fun to see, our first brawl of the Major League season. Instead, we got a shouting match that could have been done in the courtroom, I guess. So, I, I was disappointed when I saw it. So, what happened here is Joe Kelly got behind in the count 3-0. So, what does he do? He just chucked it at Alex Bregman's head. The ball, luckily, Alex Bregman ducked. So, he walked. He goes to first base. And then, Joe Kelly tried to pick him off, but it was clear. I don't think he was trying to pick him off because he threw it at Alex Bregman's ribcage two times. So, I don't think he was trying to pick him off. But this was inevitable. We could see it coming. And it, it just happened to be that the Dodgers, who they lost to the cheating Astros, uh, and so Joe Kelly decided to take revenge. Joe Kelly, I believe, was on the Cardinals, so I, I already like him. And then uh, Carlos Correa came up, and I think and uh, Joe Kelly fell behind the count again. So he threw it again at Carlos Correa, and then they started exchanging words. And No, he did not throw it at Carlos Correa, sorry. He struck him out with a bunch of curveballs. And so Carlos Correa started yelling at him, like, hey, why don't you throw a fastball? And Joe Kelly was like, oh, I struck you out. And he made a couple, like, baby faces mocking him. So he essentially turned into an eight-year-old. And I, it wasn't very big. I don't understand why the benches needed to clear. They were just talking to each other aggressively. <laughs> so the benches didn't need to clear, and it was very underwhelming. Okay, the Marlins staying on baseball. The Marlins tested positive 17 positive tests as of now, which is July 29th, 2.57 p.m. Western time, Eastern time. It's going to be like, I don't know, math, 5.57. This is Wednesday that I'm recording right now. And it it's very disheartening, especially when you consider even the Canadians figured out. That's not sliding Canadians. It's just they have really good maple syrup. But the Canadians figured out. The Europeans figured out with the soccer league. There have been zero positive t- cases with hockey. There have been not a whole lot. I don't really have been following soccer, but there's not been many major blowups in Europe and in the Premier Leagues. We have I haven't heard anything about a major blowup in the South Korean leagues. So everybody's managed to figure it out, but we the Americans cannot figure it out. It appears that at least the NBA is trying to. I mean, they're in a bubble, so that's good. But the MLB, it's just, and of course, it had to be a Florida team. It had to be a Florida team that got it. And 
from what I'm hearing is they had four positive cases before going into that game, so they should have just stopped the game altogether. I don't understand. Um, the only people who knows is that organization and why they didn't just stop the game. So this is affecting definitely not only the MLB, but it's going to affect the NFL largely and the NBA to some degree. Washington, the Washington Nationals are voting against going to play the Marlins. I I noticed that their entire team voted against it. I don't know if they can really do that, but I think they postponed all Marlins games, the only. And the Yankees are skipping, meaning they're going they were going to play them. Well no, they're going to play Philly, who the Phillies played the Marlins. So they're going to play Philly, but instead they're skipping Philadelphia and they're going to play Baltimore. So I don't know how the MLB is going to recover. You can't just play five extra games, especially when the schedule's so laid out. And it's just disheartening because after months of awful negotiation where they're all arguing, months of arguments, we get to the point where it's finally back. Four days later, into the season, boom. Already a blow up in cases. And of course, it had to be a Florida team. Let's move on to Lamar wanting Antonio Brown on his team. I mean, the guy's an amazing receiver. And we're going to talk about, and Antonio Brown retired, and then he unretired while also promoting his rap album. Uh, anyways, let's let's move on from Antonio Brown. Well, actually, no, let's stay on. So, Antonio Brown, he retired. And although he didn't really say retired, and also he was a pretty cryptic tweet, he then said, he went on and said, um, he said, I've done everything in the league, and then he, with a check box. You have not done everything in the league. You've not won a Super Bowl. You've not won an MVP award. You did grace the Madden twenty one Madden nineteen cover, and your life spiraled out of control. So you did do that, but you did not do everything. And then he completely came back, I guess, if you want to call it comeback, where he demanded that the NFL wrap up his investigation, which I agree with because I think that's a major like turnoff point for the NF for NFL teams, because if you cannot, if you are not offering like, hey. I have a clean record. They're not they they're done with my investigation, so I'm all good. You can sign me now. I have nothing everything like that is in my past. But now you've got these allegations and the NFL is investigating you. So the so teams don't wanna pay money to sign you on to a team when you could just end up on the commissioner's exempt list and not be able to play. Which is what happened to Quentin Dunbar and and Quandre Diggs. They were put on the exempt list, so they can't play now. But anyway, Lamar is saying that he wants Antonio Brown I agree with him. I mean, he's a really good wide receiver when he is sane. However, he's got a lot of allegations, and he it's just ridiculous. Because you can't take that chance unless it is closed off. And if he, he, I don't think he is in a position where he can just say where he's in a position of power. Because in reality, let's say all these allegations aren't true. Then he can come back. But at this point, you're, you've assaulted a truck delivery driver because you refused to pay a fee. You... You have multiple rape allegations on you. So I don't think he should be in a position of power right now where he's just demanding to come back. That being said, he is a great wide receiver. And if all these allegations aren't, aren't true, then I'll be the first one to admit I was wrong. But for now, it... All right, let's move on to the Cardinals getting destroyed by the Twins. I don't want to talk about this because... Oh, that was bad. It definitely exposed how we need more pitching depth, I think. Speaking about pitching depth, Miles Mikolas got injured. So, not good, especially because he's our number two pitcher. And then, along with Justin Verlander, he also got injured. Now, I think we could definitely see more pitchers getting injured because they're, I think they're trying to go too hard and too fast because of the short season. And I think that could, we could see a lot of burnout with pitchers nowadays. 
Let's move on to Bosa with a record-breaking deal, $102 million guaranteed for five years. How does this affect the league? Well, I it raises the price of the defensive players in the NFL currently because it was an extension, definitely. And I don't think the Chargers are really paying a lot of people right now. They don't really have a lot of people. But, yeah, definitely a record-breaking deal. He deserved it, I think. And I think we could see his brother passing him up in a few years for a $200 million deal. And were they inspired by the Browns and Miles Garrett? Because the Miles Garrett just signed a record-breaking deal, and now he just got beat out immediately. All right, let's talk about the NFL Top 100 list. So I haven't really watched any of those videos. I've just I just see the rankings. What I'm noticing is I I don't really agree with a lot of them, but oh whatever. They're the players that are voting, so maybe I guess they know more than me probably. I mean, I I am a person just sitting in my room. What do they know? They're just the people playing. Uh, but I think the topic of number one, I think Mahomes should definitely be number one ranked above Lamar Jackson. Here's my reasoning behind this. Last year, Mahomes threw fifty touchdowns for 5,000 yards, and he got, and got the NFL MVP award, he was ranked number four in the league. Number four. He got and behind Tom Brady, who's ranked number three, and Drew Brees, who's ranked number two, and Aaron Donald's ranked number one. I believe that's the rankings. I think Drew Brees might have switched with Tom Brady, but uh, so I don't understand why. I guess I understand, you know, Brady because he led them to the Super Bowl, and Drew Brees because he broke the passing record. That's because he's force-feeding uh, his players, and I think Mahomes was the better quarterback that year. And I think same with this year. He led them to the Super Bowl. Even though Lamar got the MVP award, I don't think it's fair to give him the M- to give him the number one spot if, we, if he didn't give Mahomes the number one spot. All right, not bad for a running back, though. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to Mahomes now becoming a part owner, a co-owner for the Kansas City Royals, and he's with LeBron and Russell Wilson. Why? I don't understand. I guess, hey, you got half a billion dollars soon. In two years, you'll get half a billion dollars. So why not? Why not buy an NFL team, buy an MLB team? And is he stealing Kelsey's idea? Because if you, if, you, if you remember, a couple weeks ago, Kelsey was looking into buying the Mets. So I guess Mahomes saw that and was like, oh, yeah, I, I would like to buy an MLB team especially with Mahomes growing up around an MLB environment with his dad being an NFL pitcher who I actually have an MLB pitcher who I actually have his card. So maybe I can, if I can find that, I will uh, put it on the screen, but yeah, we'll be right back after the short break. Let's move on to Robert Manfred saying that it's not a nightmare that they're uh, the Marlins are getting tested positive. I just threw this in there because why? Robert Minford, how could you not see it as a nightmare? The league is spiraling out of control at your very eyes. You couldn't even handle the negotiations. And I'm going to go back to the Marlins testing positive. This is affecting the NFL in more ways than one. Because if the NFL, the NFL is trying to copy the MLB, basically. It's the same exact, you know, format where, um, you know, it's limited travel and everything, but not super limited. And you're going city to city rather than an NBA bubble. So the, the MLB is just a blueprint for the NFL. And currently, that blueprint is not working. So I think the ML, the NFL needs to really consider a bubble format, just like the NBA is doing. Because I think at the end of the day, the NBA will succeed. And the NFL and the MLB will fail. Unless the NFL and the MLB 
can change into a bubble format. Here, here's what you need to do. You just got to go to California, all right? You got Los Angeles, Oakland, and San Francisco nearby. There's tons of stadiums there. You got the Chargers also, the Rams Stadium. There are a lot of stadiums there. You can use those. Put in a bubble format in those cities. No one goes in, nobody goes out uh, in terms of hotel. If you use, like, four stadiums and you say, all right, this is where we're playing, just like the NBA, I think that could work. I don't understand why they're not doing it. A bubble needs to happen if you want to be safe and you want your players to be safe. Or we're going to have a lot of positive cases. In the Super Bowl, you could see Patrick Mahomes not being able to play because he caught coronavirus when, as simple as, the flight attendant had it. So then he got it from the flight attendant. So I think it's just they need to go into a bubble. They need to go into a bubble format because at the end of the day, the NBA will succeed. The MLB will not succeed. The NFL will not succeed unless they change the format. All right, let's move on to Notre Dame being a part of the ACC now. They just released a schedule where I believe it's 11-game season with Notre Dame being a part of their entire schedule. So I'm glad that it's figured out with Notre Dame. I think they need to just join ACC already. And Kalichi Osemele was signed by the Chiefs to replace Ure Dubonani Tadif. That that was an awful pronunciation, but I, I tried. Uh, so... Definitely good. We need a replacement. And this guy, if you don't remember, he was mistreated by the Jets organization uh, where he went outside of the team. I believe he went outside of the team, went to the doctor to get diagnosed with injury. Jets didn't like it, so they fined him. And so he was like, well, I don't want to play anymore. So the Jets released him. And then so Chiefs were there to sign him. Definitely good. He's experienced, experienced veteran. And he has a really cool name, just like Lure Divaneri Tadif with Kalichi Osemele. And let's talk about moving with some of the Washington football team news. The Alex Smith is returned, is cleared to return. I'm I'm very happy because I still believe that without Alex Smith there to mentor Patrick Mahomes, that the season does not go the way we want it to. Or Patrick Mahomes is not as prepared. Because last because he just admitted last season he didn't really have a good feel about NFL defenses and he still dominated. And this is a large part because Alex Smith was a huge mentor for him. So I think now that he's clear to play, he he will do the same thing with Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins was starting to blossom last year, late in the season, and he's put in a lot of hard work over the offseason. I could see Alex Smith being a great mentor to him, just like he was to Patrick Mahomes. I think it really speaks to mental discipline. Because if I knew that my replacement was in here, and then suddenly the coach was like, all right, go mentor him, I'd be like, well, why do I have to teach him? He's replacing me. He's trying to take my job. So I think it takes a lot of... Uh, discipline and respect uh, for Alex Smith. And I think he can come in and change the, the awful culture with Ron Rivera in Washington right now, especially with the sexual harassment allegations, which I definitely believe because there's too many people saying this. And Dan Snyder is not a good owner. He, he's got to go. All right. The NFL has approved plans to return, but will it return? I just talked about this with the MLB where – Training camp, I believe, opens today or tomorrow. I don't know the exact date, but it opens today or tomorrow. So if the if the NFL will come back, I think it will be for a limited amount of time because I don't think the NFL can sustain it unless they go to a bubble format because it's just all very complicated, especially with a very contagious disease that we have right now with coronavirus. And it's just all very, very complicated because – Let's say one guy touches the other. He's got coronavirus. Now he's got coronavirus. It's it's super contagious and it's, it's I don't I hate it. Um, let's move on to finally the Washington football team. We're gonna close it out 
with this. It's been about 20 minutes, so I'm gonna gonna close it out right here. Washington football team. Here's why I think about this. You've got a team full of lawyers, and you're a billion-dollar company, not company, but a billion-dollar team at least. And you can't design decide on a name. I get that, you know, trademarks are hard, but still, you can't. It it's not that hard to de- to decide on a name. It Washington Redtails, Washington Warriors, Washington Monuments, Washington Presidents, Washington Generals, Washington Senators. It's I don't understand why they couldn't. Maybe there's something I just don't understand. Well, on that positive note, that's going to close out this episode of the Sports Experience. Thank you so much for listening to this very drawn-out episode, 20 minutes long at least. And thank you for making it this far. There are a lot of things that could that you could listen to, but I appreciate that you decided to listen to this. This garbage, I guess. And, yeah, always remember, go Chiefs. <laughs> Thank you so much for participating on the Disney ride that I like to call a podcast, The Sports Experience.